Rooney on WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, that's Trent were all fucking dying at this point. And it's like we've just sat and watched the NXT show and G1. Uh, we're now getting to WrestleMania 35, which we had a fantastic intro. Felix Ellis bringing in fucking Hulk Hogan. All people you wouldn't expect to see at WrestleMania 35. I was actually the T-shirt there. Oh, I completely passionate. Right, quick pre-show results. We have Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. Tony Nese took that belt off of Buddy Murphy and it was a stonking match. Aye. It absolutely was. Notable shout out once again to Tony Nese's arms because frankly they're the workhorse of the WWE. No, I'd say a shout out to Buddy Murphy because that boy has been putting on fucking clinics for the last few months. He absolutely has. A lot better than whenever he was in the... when it was Buddy Murphy and... Wesley Blake. He was so much better now than he was then. Funny how you forgot his name considering he's in the Forgotten Sons. That's <laughs> not because Forgotten Sons I could give less of a shit about if I tried. Oh, but so, um, next one on the pre show was your women's battle royale. Bye guy Dax. Bye. Yeah, absolutely was. Absolutely. Theoretically that match should have ended with Sarah Logan walking over that title, mm. running over that chip cup, and then fucking Carmela. Madam Fortnite Dance comes in and nicks the belt, raging. Fucking raging. Absolutely feeling sitting here, cheering like fuck because we thought Zena had won, and then all of a sudden Carmella stoats in with her too skinny heat and takes that cup, which looks weirdly like a women's reproductive system. Hmm. Aye, that's definitely a set of ovaries. Absolutely, Mm. ovaries are a woman. Now, your next match on your pre-show was Revival versus Hawkins and Raider. Actually enjoyed it. Sad yeah. that the revival got the titles off them. Thoroughly enjoyed the match. Gutted that the revival got their belts taken off them so quickly. But buzzing out my trumpet for Hawkins finally getting a win, getting the duck out of his back. Oh, I'm so happy. Absolutely I'm, buzzing for it, man. Because I like to quite watch their podcast, the Major Falls podcast. <laughs> so much big toy gates, which is right down my street. So I'm absolutely fucking yeah. happy as fuck for the federal man. That's nice. Zach Ryder always gets really cracking WrestleMania moments. Right, so your last match on your pre-show was your Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And frankly, I went to know who Braun Strowman shagged to get papped out of the top spot that he was in and into a Battle Royal with two comedians for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I don't even remember most of that match. That's because nobody cared. Mm-hmm. To my recollection, we ended with the Hardys, we know Kate setting, and Jost. We know we're sitting eating, like, we mm, were, yes, we ordered in, there was pizza, and I had chilli, and it was fucking phenomenal. They make Sita, so if he's fancy sending us some free scan, please feel free. Ah, cheers, Mike Sita. Um, yeah, uh, chipotle sauce is fucking banging. You're not going to tag them in this. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> now, obviously Strowman won that match because anybody else winning it would have been a travesty, but realistically he should have been on the main card, and not anywhere near the fucking pre-show. The pre-show in itself is an achievement because still, out of all of those people, all of those competitors, you're still making it onto that show and wrestling in front of 80,000 people, but he's a, he should have been in a better position than he was. Mm-hmm. It's like, considering the touch he's had the last few months, it's kind of shame to see him in that, that spot, but he's still won it though. So, yeah, absolutely, I mean, see if he can do something with it, but realistically, he didn't need it. Nah. He didn't. Now, your WrestleMania main cards main card start, well, obviously your main show starts with your woman singing in America the Beautiful or... Quick shout out to Mark Rance, if you ever listen to this, mate, your America rendition was fucking phenomenal. Your patriotism to a country you do not belong to is honourable and should be 
revered. I think he does that when there's like other events when like if Poland are in the World, World Cup, does he stunt for them? No, I just think he just stunt up and sing America the Brave. I think it was just. I think it was just. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Shout out to the Cannonball Podcast boys as well because uh, they love our wrestling. Now, um, obviously your WrestleMania starts with Alexa Bliss coming out and introducing herself as host. Yep. Because at that point her kid was still full of cotton wool and couldn't wrestle. And then... Uh, she introduces what is, frankly, a celebrated racist. Uh, well... Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly about it, there's a recording of him. Like, an actual recording. And it's not like Hulk Hogan's got a voice that he can go, that wasn't me, brother. Because it's fucking Hulk Hogan. <laughs> 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 Everybody's granny knows what Hulk Hogan sounds like. Even your granny's seen Tropic Thunder. That's a Hulk Hogan boy. I didn't know he was a racist. <coughs> Fucking. Thankfully, we were spared for too much Hulk Hogan bollocks because Paul Heyman decides, fuck this shit. If my boy's not in the main event, he's going to show you exactly why nobody's following it. Lost my nut. Popped like a cheap bullet. Because frankly, it is the hottest start to a WrestleMania that I have seen in a long time. Uh, and it was perfect to set the tone. Uh, Brock got offensive it straight away before he even says again. Best WrestleMania opening match ever. You're going to nail your flag to the wall there, right? Fuck you, Quacko, with the Daniel Bryan Sheamus thing. You're wrong, and you just need to accept it. That was the best opener on the planet. Got everybody buzzing. Yeah, yeah, the feeling in the crowd was that the crowd were all behind Seth. Not a single person in that crowd. Even Brock Lesnar guy had to admit that, like, no, no, he's fucked it. Absolutely amazing. Thing is, so you do still have your Brock Lesnar marks, so that will cheer for him regardless. Of, like, yes, he's got the title on it. It's like, do you know how fucking boring he is? It's like, honestly. It, it, it gets dead still, dead quickly. Oh, he's like, battling Seth about for a long time, and it's just sort of like, okay, fair enough, he's battling Seth. And then you get, he's thrown him about into cunt's chairs. He's literally thrown Seth Rollins about by an empty cracky. It's like, it's fucking ridiculous. How good are WWE's armchairs? They must get really good lazy boy armchairs, because these things take a beating. Right. Mind that time Braun Strowman chucked one of them or something? I tried to fucking bounce and hit him and just throw him in the face. Oh, oh beautiful. Uh, but they're thrown everything about, and it's like getting battered the entire time. And then, out of nowhere, three cub stumps. One, two, three, and then one, two, three, your new Universal Champion. And it was, it's long deserved. I mean, uh, it's, it's a bit like, tight. It, it has to be on. It, it bugged me when they immediately put the belt back on Brock. Aye. Roman will know. Roman, no well, there's a go away. Kick off. Think, oh, maybe Bron will get it. No. Put it immediately back on Brock. Why the fuck? I mean, I, I understand my business point of view. I understand the logic behind it, because obviously it's somewhere Brock doesn't need to be there. The bell, we're not used to it not being there, that if it's no there, we don't miss it. Which is fucking horrible for what is effectively one of the two top titles in that, jam, in that yeah, company. It's, it's a shame, the fact that they've treated that universal title so badly. I mean, in the, how many years has it been since it's been launched now? Well, at least two? Maybe three. three. Well, summer slam, is it? Years since that, and like literally Brock Lesnar has held on to that since then. So I've been saying. Obviously, Finn Balor heard it for like a day. Aye, less than 24 hours. Kevin Owens has had a shot. 
Goldberg has had a shot for a month uh, or two. Seth getting the low blow and then the, a, a little bit of appreciation for Heyman's eye acting at the point where the three hits because Heyman just didn't really just sort of, and one person just sees eyes just widen slightly and he's like, oh no. But the thing is, Heyman's always been known for selling finishes, like, like his reaction to like, the picture, for example. His reaction to the street break was just like, oh my, oh, yeah. as if he didn't, couldn't believe it. Um, Heyman always gives a really good idea, actually. Oh, I'm doing a shit, but I, I... Also, apologies in advance, Troops. I'm eating my dinner. Uh, <laughs> buying an opening match. I absolutely popped like fuck. I, lo- I was so happy to be watching this. By this point um, in the weekend, we have watched up about 10 hours, 10 and a half hours of wrestling, right? In the space of three days, that's a lot of wrestling. That's not including... Uh, that's the pieces that you're watching before. Through the rest of the week after Mania. Right, so at this point you're watching ten and a half hours of wrestling, right? I love wrestling more than I love ninety nine percent of people on the planet. I love wrestling men, they love Andy. No, wrestling's been there for me longer. But it's more uh, consistent. Definitely <laughs> 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 fall asleep on a regular basis. Well in awkward positions. Uh, you big couch dealing bastard. I'm sorry about the copious amounts of cannabis and <laughs> I can't exactly control it. Andy, you fall asleep and drop it out. Mate, we've been up for fuck knows how long. And then smoke my lungs. Well, this is what I'm saying, right? At this point in the weekend, we've watched like 10 and a half, 11 hours of wrestling, not including bits and bobs that we'd watched beforehand to sort of like get us in the mood for it, watching old pay per views, things like that. And you're like, fuck, we've got another five hours of fight, at least four and a half to five hours of it. Does WWE know that? And that's the best thing. They so they gave you a start, something that's going to wake you up, something that's going to get your blood pumping. How long, and especially for the audience, how long it takes to get people in? And they're waiting in the pre-shows two fucking hours, and you haven't even sit through Pat McAfee's weird suit, right. or thing, and then you've got Sam Roberts moaning about something, um, and then, probably Bianca Belair. Sam uh, Roberts' face just infuriates Sam me. Sam Roberts looks like the Jew who's never happy. <laughs> Do you know what's funny about Saturday? I don't think he isn't Jewish. Is he one of my people? Is he one of my people? Is that a haircut? Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, he, to be fair, my hair goes like that if I uh, live too long. But he's, you can fuck away there, don't know. I'd love to see you a massive Jew for what would be amazing. <laughs> but overall, you need 10 minutes of assault spray and I'll make it happen. Overall, that's open wise, it's so good. So, so, what's, so what's the next match? Right, so after got... your Rollins and Leicester, we had Mr. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. And while I have every confidence that, I know for a fact it was a good match. I know it was. However, it was forgettable. Uh, I, I, I watched it again. It was decent, but solid yeah. match, absolutely. But... They were they were properly like rolling out the guest commentators this year. Uh, like King in his big red suit, looking cracking his wee heart. It's wee white crown. Like, looking absolutely, like, look, make, the only person that, that looks better than him is Corey Graves, because Corey Graves absolutely knows how to get a suit. That boy absolutely goes to Slaters. Like, <laughs> oh, the American version of Slaters. No, oh, he goes to Slaters. He orders in. <laughs> flies there for America. Flies there. Why would Andy, airmail is a thing. He doesn't need to fly to Glasgow to get a suit. They have had his measurements for a number of years. <laughs> He's the number one customer in Slaters. Uh, no, that's uh, that's 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 Heath Slater. Oh, of course. Hence, hence the name. 
There's lucky. Don't reality. you judge me. Big dicky. <laughs> well, I love the augmented reality stuff that they do with the. Um, oh, they are. That's amazing. The best thing that it was a rumble with that baseball arena, but it looks cracking on this, and it, it <laughs> properly, it's like Disney add them for the audience there. But for me, it's like oh, smashing, it's like giant. Oh, that's just phenomenal. It's like there's got to be somebody somewhere. It's like how did they get that up there? <laughs> like, you know, there's somebody it's somewhere. Like that wasn't actually there that they were all pointing at? It was there, I'm telling you it was there! It's there, it's just, it's see there. the angle that they framed that shot at? It looks like they're pointing out <laughs> there, but it is actually what they're pointing at. They're pointing up to the hospitality box. Everybody's getting Charlotte, it's like Charlotte Flair does know how, but no, it's just the angle, she does know how, it's like, like, it's like fuck up, you don't know how things are filmed. It's, it's like, like, fuck up, you don't know how visual so it, it, It's a decent match. AJ Styles always puts on a good I mean, match. Randy Orton is in that point in his career where he does whatever the fuck he wants. Right. And he's entitled to do so. Aye, and I enjoy it for it. Um, aye. So here, Randy, do I just let no day nothing for six months, come back for two days and then go to WrestleMania? Sign me. It's great. I mean, he's constantly... Like, Randy Orton's kind of like he could win it or just literally out of nowhere for obvious reasons. Cause, aye. Like, but it's just... He's, a, he's phenomenal. He truly is. I mean... You watched him go through evolution, legacy, things like that. Absolutely spectacular stuff. It just felt like this was like it's one of the matches that could have been on SmackDown, and I don't know. I still would. I would enjoy it. Realistically, this match didn't need to be on WrestleMania. It did not. The only reason why it's on WrestleMania is because of the two people that are in the ring. Right. Thank you. I know have WrestleMania without AJ Styles or Randy Orton. Hey, AJ's going to run out of space if he has any more wins. I think he's going to end up having to write the next one on his. Has he named all his kids? Like the AJ, it's uh, kind of weird, but that's narcissistic as fuck. Aye, well, he believes well. He's the kind of person that you know, flat earth. He has a flat earth. A flat earth. That, that's the kind of thing that sort of ruins AJ. So here, AJ, you earn enough money, my man. If the earth is flat, go walk to the fucking edge. How can back. somebody's hair style, right? Somebody with that hairstyle that relies so heavily on gravity, having it set that way, believe that? <laughs> like that's no like no nonsense. Anyway, decent match. Ultimately forgettable, but enjoyable. And uh, when he gets out of Keogh, Newton going like, ah, I say, fuck you. <laughs> I guess yeah. Randy's like, I... Decent match, ultimately forgettable, and the earth is round. <laughs> Next match. Next match we have, here we go, we have the Usos versus the Bar versus Magoth Pal pulling double duty. Absolutely. And Rusev and Nakamura. Banging, apart from the fucking stupid... Only two people are allowed at at one time. It's like some. It's like when you go into a fucking see one of those. Uh, no, the the rides you get at M and D's or theme parks where you're in like a ball cage uh, and they launch in the air and there's four seats, but because of the weight differential, they're like you can only have two people in at the once. That's what it makes me feel like. Um, absolute appreciation for uh, Alistair Black's evil-looking waistcoat. Is it Alistair? Can I just point out that um, I, as much as I love wrestling belts, I fucking love a wrestling juice kit. Right. It's like, you wonder if there's a... Thanks for the test of the fact that we love a wrestling juice kit, and I fucking adore Alistair Black's juice kit. You wonder if there's like a place to go, like they just wander in, like Pete Dunmore's and I want something funny. It doesn't sound like that. It just goes through, I think it just goes through the sashes. Picked up his mom's rug, cut a hole in it and stuck it in, and he'd sung it with all this. Sasha Banks' man is absolutely brilliant at doing gear. How's he does all their gear? It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I does he's doing up, up, down, down quite a bit? I does their gear and a few others. Um, it's like, like, Sasha Banks' boyfriend must have worked out like, made his business because it doesn't seem like the type of guy 
she would be there. No, but that's the, that's the, you have to make the assumption that people are where they are. Like, it's like, no, no, I You say to yourself, you say the same about me. It's like, how do, how do you manage to, and it's, like, you say it's that. It's like, I got a skip, look. It's like, everybody's like that. Uh, Ricochet looks catting in his big angel, Rich, angel Rich gear. Biscuits, they're always the best. Uh, Nakamura's tri-gun, va- like, Vash jacket popped me like fuck. But uh-huh. a minute, I was like, who's he been? I was like, oh my god, it's tri-gun. He's done a tri-gun jacket. I love Some the, boy. Even the Usos gear, the pure white with the silver oh. accent. I mean, I'm basically turning this into a fashion show. <laughs> I love the jacket. Yes, darling, they are fantastic. Why did you terminate Edna mode? <laughs> Don't ask me nicely, Dad. I was watching. I was watching Incredibles 2. Realistically, with the talent in that ring, it was never going to be bad. Oh, that's it great. was impossible. It's just the bad. stupid fucking you need to be outside rule. Like, just, like, if it's going to be a four-wheeler, let's make it a t- tornado. Fling everything there and hope for the best. Best thing that ever happened, Jameis and Zaro getting together for them. Like, every, every single, like, even Shinsuke and Rusev, I find very entertaining. Right. Um, they once, once again, they're another tag team you wouldn't expect to see together. I mean, their creation, like, oh, how... A proper full-on debut. After the black. Aye. For the tag titles. And Ricochet as well. Uh, like, fuck, that's insane. It's wonderful. It's nice seeing people that you've seen, like I've seen when he was, and he's always been scary. Aye. Always right. been. Um, which makes me, like, people don't know what they're in for if he ever turns, like, proper hero. No, he's an anti-hero, he never really Aye. is a face, or... Um, I feel like he's too cool not to be a face right now. That's crazy. And he's not done anything that's properly bastard material again. No more to tend to yet. Aye. Uso's great. No, this this was crying. Who won? Was Uso's retained the titles, didn't they? Uso's were one of only two champions to retain over the weekend. Everything and then lost to the Hardys, which is oh, you know, yeah. not a bad way to lose your titles. Oh, to be fair, I mean, if you're going to lose your belt, you might as well lose it to what is basically the, a first ballot Hall of Famer. The best tag team in them ever, arguably. Aye. Certainly the most, happened. probably the most decorated tag team on the planet because of the tournament or the fucking tour of gold thing Aye. they did for a bit. I, I, I've got nothing bad to say. I don't know much because the Dudleys are still well up there. Oh, I think the Hardys have held more titles though. At this point, because... I'd have to sort of actually go through them all, but... Because of the... Is that just in WWE, you couldn't? Or... No, no, I mean, across the board, world. they've held more titles because they've done all the promotions they did. Well, they did TNA, NMH, they've done... Did, no, they did, like, AEW and shit like that. Aye. They did, like, all that, so... Two of gold. Uh, all the belts. I love... I think the Usos are... They were a tag team... When they were doing the pain thing, I wasn't really sure what was going on. And I liked it. I quite liked the, the, the sort of like someone would They were good to watch. The minute they allowed the boys to be themselves... Down since day one-ish. Fucking hell. Oh my god, that gimmick changed them entirely, man. It's It made them stand out a lot more than what obviously they've been... Again, I think that sort of WWE career of Gordon Ritter came what we're doing with you. I mean, it's working fine, but... Right, okay, he's approved yourself enough, let's have a go and see what you can do, if we just yeah. let me go. There was just, obviously, I will say, just a point, there's a match that I didn't realise that I wanted, which was Nakamura versus Ricochet, which... They were in the same patch, well, I think they might have probably happened at some point. I'm sure it probably has in New Japan or something at some point, but fuck me, man, that's something... Well, actually, watch. talking about people being, who, being able to be who they, somebody needs to let Nakamura be. Nakamura. Right. Um, and I get that he's trying to, like, he's older and he's not to do as much crazy stuff, but uh, aye. But ultimately, that's what got him to where he is. This fucking swing 
that goes oh, on. Just goes on the only person you could do that to is Ricochet, because Ricochet doesn't get like better going. Ricochet anywhere. doesn't have a sense of gravity as such. He just sort of. He's just got the earth sitting, he's haunting it. He just looks really... He just looks like he's sleeping. Can I just grab a wee nap here? I'm just going to go for a wee sleep. Smashing it in. While Seamus is battering everybody with a big club of arms on the outside, everybody gets it. Apologies if you hear scratching noises, that's the cats trying to get into the room. Nah, they're not getting them. But I I love this, that was a cracking match. Nothing bad to say about it. So, overall... Smashing so far. Smashing match. Uh, this was retained. So our next match for WrestleMania 35. It's the Miz versus Shane McMahon, and it was my second least favorite match. Uh, I'll tell you for why. Because I am fucked off seeing Shane McMahon do things in the ring when he does not belong there. It's a shite match. You're really good end spot. The best thing about that match is Mr. Miz squaring up to Shane McMahon. Fists up in the most awkward way possible. <laughs> it's like you can tell him as he's dies and he's a fighter. It's just like the way he puts his fist up. It's like, mate, have you just transported back into the 1930s? <laughs> and it's like Queen 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 it, you know what? I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. It's like, it's WrestleMania season. Let's have Shane fucking jump at something. Ah, like, I said that before this match even started, I go, like, the reason this is a false count anywhere is because Shane's going to end up with something fucking mental and he's going to jump at it. And we it's not the highest he's ever jumped at it either. The other thing about Shane McMahon... If he'd have climbed up that big lighty pole there that says WrestleMania up the front, I'd, I'd probably be very impressed with that. Miz is an interesting chap, because Miz is a guy who... Workhorse. Um, I, I, I hate he's a, him. He's a safe wrestler. He's like, just don't let him catch, you know? <laughs> Honestly, like, I used to hate him. Like, hate I, him. I couldn't stand him, but his work in the last couple of years has been it phenomenal. Was the, I remember the first time I enjoyed his match was the Cena match where he retained. I really enjoyed that, and then for there, he, he's kind of done his own thing and been entertaining, and genuinely seems like a nice chap mm. as well. For me, well, like, I really took notice of them as properly because I couldn't really stand them for a long period of time because mm. I didn't take them seriously. Because for when they first came into the WWE, for like, uh, real the real world, it was like, who the fuck's this dickhead? And then the promo that he cut on top of Smack. With Daniel Bryan, that, I think uh, that's what put that spark under him. And it's like since then he's pretty much been on fire. He's one of these guys whose wife made him better. Like, promo wise. Because see when she's involved, I think when she was involved that was fucking almost a brilliant storytelling. You also have to appreciate somebody who pops that much about his own win. Like I've I've got all the time in the world for somebody, it's like just constantly. He's clearly the type of guy who walks about with his phone like, look what you did. Like, just scrolling through it. That kind of shit that I do. Who's the betting he's the guy backstage and bowls every country photos of them waiting and something that's just going to get out of the fucking face? I do that. I do that. I was like, this is... Look, look, look. <laughs> look at the Wayne singing DuckTales theme song. It's my favourite thing. <laughs> it's because... You know what, what the best thing about it is? It's quite quiet. Rory, my, my son Rory, who's very quiet when we're watching DuckTales and the intro comes on. And he's quiet through the wee bits that he knows. He knows all the words, but he's very quiet until he gets to DuckTales! Woo! Very well, top of his voice. 
pop every time. Um, but it's not. I, I admit this match was bash, but the end spot was. The end spot was smashing. The end spot was smashing because they basically get suplexed up or something, and it looks impressive. But at the same time, I have seen Shane McMahon do this every single time he set foot back in the ring since he came back into the WWE fold. What two years ago? Right. I'm bored. Maybe three. It's like it doesn't need to be there. He's taking a spot. Longer. When was the? When was the first Hydro show? Because it was a Survivor Series. Was he came back? Do you mean ICW Hydro show? Ah, three years ago. It was prior to that. Ah. Three years ago. Right, but re- here's the thing. Realistically, he doesn't need to be there. No. There is no good reason why he is there other than the fact that it's WrestleMania and we need somebody who's willing to jump off of something big. And Jeff Hardy's no license to do it for a minute. Because the last time he done it, he broke his chest. Ah, that's fair. Right. Realistically. This match didn't need to be there, and you could have shaved a good 10 15 minutes after your work time. The only thing I don't understand is why he's buried in the announcer constantly. I don't Because there's not only like he's the only one being a bully, fucking. Being a bully, but see if it leads to that guy. Because I quite like that announcer. See if it leads to him hooking him in the face. Oh, it would be great. Sold. The reason I love Greg Hamilton is because when he did the NXT show in Glasgow, there was one that was in he stopped. No. Boy, he's like. Match is scheduled for one fall, waited, looked at the crowd, everybody went, was like, one fall! And then kept going. Um, and I hate that you get told to stop then. I was like, just let him fucking do it. Like, Simon's not Here's gonna assume. Simon's, <laughs> Simon's in the crowd popping his fucking heart out. Like, right, realistic, I mean, I know that Vince hates it, right? That's fair enough, right? And I know that whenever WWE are telling their announcers, don't leave a space for them to do it. Smart fans know that they've done that for a reason because Vince doesn't like it. So do you know what we're going to do? We're going to do it there. See if we just let it happen, it would have burned its way out. I don't think it would have been. No, I think it would have grew feet like it did in ICW and just took it off. But anyhow's. Anyway. This match we are looking at is another four-way match for some tag belts. We're looking at Boss and Hug Connection versus Nia Jax and Tamina Snooker. This is versus you know Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus the Iconics. This is with Paige being an announcer. Why the fuck knows why? Um, this is got Paige is terrible. It's called she's a cracking wrestler. Cracking like wrestler, smashing up makeup and clothes, brilliant at having a good family that actually you can break your right commentator cannot speak to Severly. Uh, this is where we're going to split the panel, ladies and gentlemen, because Andy just doesn't this. appreciate. He doesn't approve. How can you... One of them is cosplaying as Maleficent, the other one's got Eddie Guerrero's gear on. How can you not appreciate that? Don't get me wrong, I appreciate their ring gear, I appreciate them as people, I'm sure they're lovely lasses, but their gimmick annoys the fucking life out of me. I mean, it's, it's not even for cheap it's just annoying. I think it's more the accents than anything else that gets through me. That's 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 also, has not missed a step. No. Not a single step has that woman missed. She has done incredibly well. That woman's fired out two wings in four years. She's looking bad. I don't 
is this a recent match, but it's just it's just also the boy Brett Hatman Hart. I'm surprised they actually came out and walked down to the ring, not without being fucking tackled. He didn't go that far. That was some fucking. Sh- that, that was some sh- fucking shenanigans, by the way. Straight up bullshit, man. It's like, what kind of fucking idiot decides? Oh, I'm going to storm the Hall of Fame and tackle Brett the Hatman Hart. Like, I, all these hun- there's literally hundred plus wrestlers and their families are going to do nothing to stop it. I'm just going to get in here. And tackle him and go home. Proceeds to get absolutely cunt punched right in after the revival and the uni. Applause for Dash Wilder. And then Ronda Rousey's big boy. Uh, Travis Brown. Travis Brown. Fucking knocks him out clean. Say about uh, Dash Wilder, the fact that he can throw a knockout punch just by going back and... Uh, oh no. Hey mate, still special. So, the thing I hate most about this match is the fact that Naya and Tamina aren't in it. You know how Dan murdered somebody? <laughs> Do you know? I, I think I've heard that mentioned previously. I mention it every time. I directly tweet her any time about it. <laughs> Did you know you Dan murdered somebody? <laughs> it's like, by the way, I have told Dan murdered somebody. Is it true? Allegedly. Yeah, to me, I love your new ring gear. Was this purchased with the money that your dad made after he murdered somebody? They just, there's just, like, I don't mind Nia Jax. I don't mind to be, I just don't no, no, think... No, no, here's the thing, I, I was the biggest champion for Nia Jax. She was, right, and I... Loved her so much, but she is fucking dangerous. She's to me, she just seems like she's constantly willing to... So that she's constantly willing to hurt people, it's she's, just that she's not willing to protect them enough not to. Well, Does that make sense? To be fair, she's actually recently pulled a Vince McMahon. She's... So on the plus side, ladies of WWE, your own personal bodies will be safe until those ACLs have healed. <laughs> but until then, fuck <laughs> <laughs> ourselves out. Aye, but the match itself was absolutely fine. Uh, again, I'm so, I, I, I like the iconics. I think the gimmick's hilarious. No, I cannot stand it. I mean, and he can't stand that, it, and he hates the fact that the belts got dropped so quickly. The fact that Bailey and Sasha had to drop the belts today to fucking idiots is just That's beyond belief. Plenty of you. What? How That's dare you? They are Australian princesses. They are you. The fucking annoying is all fucking. But they're meant to be. They're meant that. to annoy you. I get so that. You're working yourself into a shoot, which means they've done their job well. Because you're sitting there in your wee wanking I'm... chariot, raging <laughs> at life. Because they have got their belts. And you think it's, it's shite. Not it's no shite, Andy. You know what it is. Is that what it is? No, no. It's iconic! <laughs> Every second. I've, this is a decent match. I felt they should have had the belts a bit longer. Realistically, they should have had tag belts for the win. Uh, Beth Phoenix, who hasn't wrestled in how long, put on a better show than uh, Timmy Nether. Well, to be fair, the referee puts on a better show than Timmy Nether's. Do you know what it reminds me of? Timmy is too busy winning with other dads and he got arrested for murder. Dude, he can't. He's got Alzheimer's, so he can't remember doing it. He's dead. Isn't the fuck so he is? He's died. Shut up, I forgot about it. Aye, he died murdering something. Aye. No, I, I, <laughs> just to clarify, they were going to charge him, so let's just put that out there. Aye. Shall we? Um, they can sue me. It's a fact. <laughs> but because Try it. I've no money to give you. 
I'll give you two Jolly Ranchers and half a cat. I'm not getting any of my Jolly Ranchers. No, I'm getting the cat. Your Jolly Ranchers! <laughs> yeah. I've claimed ownership of at least a third of that bag. I'm I'm in bag yet. Just to clarify, the Jolly Ranchers we're talking about is like a two and a half kilo bag. And this is the second bag that's came into this house. And there's 360 pieces in it. The last bag, I guarantee I ate at least 80 odd of them. Like, not even in a short, not even in a long period of time. Maybe over the course of two weeks. And I broke my tooth in one of them. Like, because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, right. See, this is what happens when Amanda has a wish list and she goes, oh, Decent. Decent. You were raging at the finish. I love the finish. So did she. You were raging. Right, so, moving swiftly on after the iconic one. Um, don't you fucking growl at me, son. Who's next? Um, from what is on the screen, I'm going to go ahead and say the miracle on Pancake Street. Coffee mania. Coffee Kingston versus the new Daniel Bryan. And, frankly, these stars have aligned in such a way that there was no possible chance of this ending any other way than it did. No, no I, I think it would have caused a Huge fucking uproar. Fucking riot, um, they would have set fire to that building, I am convinced. The match delivered on every level. Oh Emotionally, the actual technicality of the match, the impact. The emotion. I was quite pleased that there was minimal interference. I didn't want there to be too ah, much. A... I wanted it to be as clean as... It... I knew that with the, two t- with the New Day guys and with Rowan at ringside, there was going to be something... There had to be some sort of thing. But... It wasn't as much as I was was hoping about it. If nothing else, I mean, it's unfortunate that Mustafa Ali got injured before Elimination Chamber and then he got slotted in as a last sort of minute replacement, which is fantastic. And I never want to see a wrestler injured. That's how they make their money. I never want to see anybody hurt doing what it is that they love to do. But if that hadn't happened, we wouldn't be having this. Sometimes. There's a whole generation of wrestling fans out there that either didn't know or completely forgot just how good that boy was. And I'll be honest, I am guilty of being one of those people. I took this guy's talent for granted. Well, that's the thing. It's like we were saying to each other, like, before, COVID, before Kofi came to WrestleMania, it was like, if you say to me a couple of weeks ago that it's going to be Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston mm. for the World Championship. I would have bust out laughing at what the fucking shit are you smoking? And can I get some? The little, be, be my the little VTs that they have been doing during Kofi's matches where it shows the roster all behind him. Realistically, if they boys didn't want to be in front of the screen at that point, they could just go, nah, I'm just going to go for a shout. The, the, the roster wants this. It's the first time in a long time that the fans have... Since Daniel Bryan actually wrestled in thirty, that the fans have been so behind Sunday, and WWE have been left with no other choice than to give the fans what they want. They they Mustafa Ali is sitting somewhere fucking raging, man. He's, no, he's, he, he's not. He is back there cheering uh, for Daniel Bryan. They they played, Daniel Bryan by, uh, they played up on that though, way like the B plus player stuff and the stuff uh, stuff that he gets said to him, and then it's like. Yeah, yeah, was it? Yeah, if you don't die a hero, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, and that's essentially what's. I will happily make a Dark Knight reference. Don't you? It's like it's essentially what happened. Um, I know I've seen online a couple of people complaining. Oh, I mean, they're just rehashing the WrestleMania Thirty thing. I was like, yeah, of course they are. That's what wrestling does. Wrestling, I was like, there's I mean, nothing new in wrestling story wise. It has all been done. 
Yeah. Um, that's not like that.
this very start of the match, you could tell there was slight nerves with Kofi. You can tell that he was sort of like sped up a little more than he had to. But I think Daniel Bryan really helped settle him in. Storytelling's great. It's like it's like Kofi starts. Also, I know that we're talking a lot about Kofi, but Bryan's heel work the past six, past three, four months has been extraordinary. And the funny thing is, everything he's saying is absolutely a hundred percent accurate. But I hate him for it. You're a vegan, tree-hugging, yogurt-nutting, sandal-wearing bastard. I hate you, but you're right. These fucking lobbing burgers at cunts. Yes, please. If you're wondering what that yes, please, was it? was Amanda saying, can you roll me a cigarette? <laughs> you have to edit that out. Yes. He I doesn't like it when it's hot. I'm going to I'm going to get tobacco tomorrow. Right, cool. I'm going to anybody buy something. Aye. Actually. Overall, then, this match with Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, um, we recapped on how good Bryan's work's been in the last few months. Kofi's been good. He's just been phenomenal. The way he's went from winning the title to being absolutely loved to him turning around and fucking twisting the audience and making them hate him. And Daniel Bryan's the only guy I've seen has been able to do that. And I'm currently being shown pictures uh, of Transformers. Now let's see the mate of the age. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sorry, just in a tangent, I've just found a Cloud Chaser Transformers vape that I'm going to send to all the hipster bastards that I know. Uh, but over at Daniel, like, the fact that Daniel Bryan managed to turn himself heel is fucking insane. Like, how? Exactly. He's being literally an ultra face. He's basically wearing, like, he went through, he was wearing the American Dragon gear. Aye. And then he was allowed to, I think for a while they, they didn't want him to do the environment stuff because they, they basically kept saying it's a political issue and T-Buzz did it. No, it's not. It's just facts. It's a social issue, my man. It's a complete facts issue. It's, it's an accurate representation and it does it so well. Kofi's Wayne's coming out pop with me. Aye. Uh, he's boy fucking flinging the t-shirt. Um, that boy was more over than, well... Most of the rest of the card. Yeah. Did we feel? Pretty much. Loved every second of it. Uh, no complaints. Absolutely no complaints whatsoever. What's the best outcome for that match? I, I don't think it's 10 out of 10. I have watched it maybe three times since. I've seen it a couple of times, though. And it's been phenomenal. It really has. Smash uh, Next match in the countdown. Yeah. Right, so we are currently on Daniel Bryan versus Kobe Kingston. After this is what I will technically call, well, I can't even call it a piss break, so it didn't last longer for, enough for that. We're looking at Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio, and it was an utter Ugh. bag of shite. I have never, I never understood the concept of having a match that quick. Right? I understand why it's done. Obviously, we understand why it's done, but at the same time, no need for it to be on WrestleMania. See if you're going to pull that shit, put on a SmackDown. That's like I think Quacko would be screaming here at this point saying, Daniel Bryan and Sheamus! So. Uh, I don't give it. I mean, even Daniel Bryan and Sheamus, there was no fucking point in it. Aye. Absolutely zero need for it to be there. Right? So, what you've basically done is. Rey Mysterio's back. Awesome, smashing. Doing very fucking well considering he's getting older. Maybe not moving as fast and as sort of mobile as he used to be, but he's certainly still hanging in there. Um, and then he gets absolutely annihilated by Samoa Joe in under 60 seconds. That's the thing, because he was doing so well with uh, Andres and Asalma. Uh, uh, what is that like? 
I'm going to say that again. Andrade, Andrade Cien, Alma. Alma. I feel like I'm on fucking Sesame Street with you. Like, like, uh, it's, that's why that's why Vince shot him. Because he couldn't figure it out. Is it so small, Joe? Right, so we're just going to ignore the fact that that match happened because it annoys me so Fresh. fucking much. So what we're going to do is we're going to move swiftly yeah. on to Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Now, obviously, we got a lot of backstory with Roman Reigns being away since just after Survivor Series, was it? Yeah. But obviously, Gentleman has been quite unwell. It is phenomenal to see him back to health yeah. so quickly and looking as strong as he does. Um... I know that there was a lot of stuff back that whenever he sort of was coming back, oh, it's a work, it never, people don't recover from leukemia that quickly. That is people who are completely uneducated. Stupid. I say uneducated and stupid like it's two different things because they are. And people who are seem hell-bent on disliking Roman regardless of yeah. the work that he puts in. I know that you were one of those people. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. I was never a fan of his work. What killed him for me was the fact that he was pushed in everybody's face, which is the same reason well, why. Well, it wasn't. What actually happened, and if everybody remembers, the only reason people are booing Roman Reigns is because Daniel Bryan did not win that Royal Rumble. Aye. If it, no, it, that, 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 if it's, it's, no, it, it's no even, it's, it's the Batista one, because, see if, they, if, they, if, if Roman had won the Royal Rumble, the Batista one, Aye. game over. That'd be right. that, he'd have done well and it'd have been fine and he could have stuck but then they would have had the miracle and you know it, 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 it is what it is it, what, the things eventually work out it's a shame that it took time to get fucking horribly ill for people to stop booing the boy but Aye. I'm glad to know um, also uh, there's big, big, big Drew Bonnie Irene not a very one Fucking bagpipes. And this is what I'm going to say. That is an Irish bagpipe band. Aye. You bunch of bastards. Find some Scottish folk. Aye. But to be fair, it's the New York uh, Police Department's... Uh, I don't give a fuck. It's F. the Emerald Society band. It's not even as if there's a thistle in sight. Aye. They're probably going to get anybody, like, because they're not... Listen, see if they're a phone, two, two pipers from Scotland goes here, lads, right? I need fucking bother. They could get one of the orange walk today. I'm sure Drew would have fucking popped for it. No. <laughs> is, is Drew not a good Rangers man? Yes, I... Well, then he going with a popped. I wouldn't have popped for it, though. <laughs> oh, because God forbid it's no green. Oh, no, it's not the day with that. I need to listen to him fucking get past this. Um, Listen, Another gentleman who loves a good ring and if that boy doesn't have gold around his waist within the next 12 months, I will be highly surprised. It's almost like he... I wonder what he gets that for. Like, Best thing he could do is get him onto SmackDown. You no, know what I like about it is get, like, the... Kilt effect, what do you call it? Is it spawning? No, uh, is it spawning? What is it you're looking for? The wee pouch. Ah, he's got spawning to his pockets. Aye. Oh, yeah. To his design. Aye, you know what you think you're spawning? Whiskey, whiskey and Johns, that's what gets in a spawning. A half a bottle of bucket and a joint. Aye. There you go. So basically, booze and something for the weekend. I mean, <laughs> speaking about Drew's work, I mean, we've had the pleasure of getting to watch him personally for like, how long now? A long time. A long fucking time. I mean, watching him back when he made his debut in WWE, and an absolute pop for the guy because he's a first Scottish 
wrestler to ever been highlighted as a sort of main eventer. And then when he got released and he came to ICW for his first show and we got to witness him for the best part of like three years. Mm-hmm. And he's the nicest big bastard you've ever met. I had the pleasure of interviewing the bugger as well. The old podcast. Um, and the guy's an absolute fucking gent. He's got the bluest eyes won't he love. But my god, he can make you hate him in a heartbeat. I can appreciate somebody as a Like he can I, turn it on. As a person, personally, like, anybody that can message, we, we did the charity night, and any message, uh, we did a charity night for 24 hours thing, yeah. a messages thing, and specifically request, pished, Simon, sex stories. Yes. The best message I've ever received in my buff on that account. I'm like, all right, hold on. Um, but it's mere, he, he's the kind of guy that, no matter what promo it is, he can make you hate him, apart from the wrestling Jesus thing, like, even, even, even Red was like, what the fuck? That was that moment, that was very strange, but it worked. And he can make you hate him just the way we look in a couple of... And he, he's, he's smashing fun. This match is really good. I mean, he can fucking pull a crowd in. He knows how to tell a story. I mean, he's had crowds silent at one point. Absolutely feeling sorry for him. One minute, then the next minute, they're absolutely oh, spilling venom. Like, he's so fucking good. It's like he's so underrated, personally, I find. And, uh, and he's, in, he's in a WrestleMania ring, and he's wrestling a guy who is... Whether he's got, the face of the company. Whether he's got the title or not, he is the... He, he is the guy, the man backstage. He's the guy... No, the man. The big lunch is the man. He's the guy backstage. And at the end of the day, he's, he's going to be the guy backstage for a long time. He's the guy that's probably going to end up being, like, the... He's going to be the judge. Ah, he's the, uh, he's the wrestling court judge of wrestling. Uh, still, like, the judge uh, of wrestling. But look at Remy, realistically, this boy's had to mean, obviously they've sort of caught on to the, he's the, leukemia, the leukemia relapse. They caught it really early, obviously, because he'd have to have it before. They're like, health, well, health and wellness policies and shit. He's obviously not been feeling great, got some tests done, and they caught the leukemia really early this time. So I went back and watched the WWE Chronicle of him sort of coming back, um, and they were able to treat him really effectively, which is why he got back so quick. Rather than doing full chemo or radiotherapy, they were able to treat it with oral chemo, which is basically a tablet. Doesn't make you feel great, from what he's saying, but it gets the job done quickly. He got himself fit and healthy because his body's already super healthy to begin with. It gave him a really good base to start from. So he got back quick, he's in amazing condition, not a single ounce of ring rust anywhere on him for the four months that he wasn't working, right? And realistically, as much as... I mean, it's it's one of those matches where I genuinely did not care who won, I was just glad that it was happening. See, when they're face-to-face, though, you realise how how big of a boy Drew McIntyre is. Because realistically, Roman's not a wee guy. And he sells so fucking well. Oh, um, now, this match is great fun. It didn't mm. last that long, but it's great. Uh, I don't think it necessarily needed to last really long. Uh, Papi, uh, this is probably the WrestleMania I enjoyed the most. I mean, considering the time that they had to build this match, they've done fairly well. Ah, uh, you a couple of promos and here we go. I, I, I'm happy with it. I was, a couple of promos and a pretend concussion and we were absolutely spasmed. I'm completely happy with it. So, what's the but also, I'm a Roman Reigns fan, so I don't think there's necessarily a time when I was think that he's doing anything wrong. <laughs> That's fair. And I have been a Roman Reigns fan since NXT. 
good looking guy, solid worker, and I don't give a shit if there are people that don't like him. Whether you're absolutely entitled to, but realistically, out of the three members of the Shield from NXT to now, he's the most improved. He's certainly the most decorated, and he's the one with the most longevity for me. In WWE. He's got such a style that he will be able to last. Like, Seth Rollins is a guy... Seth Rollins finds himself a bit like a wet tracky man. Right? Realistically, that boy can't keep that pace for the length of time. He can't keep that style for as long as whenever... As long as Roman Reigns can keep his. Roman Reigns is solid. Fairly ground-based. Obviously, he does the whole diving off the top, or the top rope thing on occasion when there's enough rope to catch him. Obviously, he does his drive-bys and things, but... He typically keeps his feet on the ground for the most part, and that suits him because he, again, is one of the big guys. He doesn't need to fling himself about as much. Cool. Absolutely so, fantastic. Solid boys, solid match, absolute solid five out of seven. Next match, we've got. No, 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 no. What? Next match, you don't have a match next. You have a concert with Elias. Oh, Elias playing me so Andy has a distaste for Elias and it's got nothing to do with his character. It's got nothing to do with... Ring ability. It's to do with the fact he's a shit guitar player. <laughs> he absolutely is. It's dreadful and Andy hates it I because mean, he plays the best guitar. Ring. It's like, I wouldn't say I'm the greatest guitarist in the world either, but fuck me. There's a thing called time. Like, you need to keep it. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Isn't that Roy was playing Tuesday's Gone and I nearly lost my nut. Aye. Aye, so... Ultimately, Elias it's, it's thing a BBT type of a dealio. It's like a full five minutes of shite, and then <laughs> Doctor of Fuckonomics. Then John Cena comes out as the Doctor of Fuckonomics, oh and uh, somewhere around half past three in the morning, myself, Doig, um, Andy, who was asleep but got woken up, with me and him losing our shit. No, I'm sure he's awake at this point. Nah, you napped after Elias for a second and then woke up and you're like, what's going on? Coming out with a New York Yankees tap on. And frankly, it was something that I did not know that I missed until I seen it, and I was like, yes. This is John Cena that people all cheer for. And it did, and it was great. And I have You never really heard John Cena sucks it, or Cena sucks through that whole fight that he was no, saying. You could see somebody with his out and they could get fucking yelled. So, like, whoa, whoa, just shut, shut the your hole. The doctor is in, be quiet. <laughs> I'm smashing. I, 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 Absolutely, it. 10 out of 10. Should always be I hate thing. to use the expression because it's overdone, but it's a WrestleMania fucking mm. moment. moment. Uh, so that's what you want. Aye, it, was, it was the nut joke that got me. Yeah, um, Aye. <laughs> he's like, these are my nuts in your face. <laughs> these are mine. <laughs> uh, Andy appreciates a nuts in his face reference. Mm. Uh, Absolutely. So, uh, what we did after that was we took a massive swing into a no-holds-barred match. With which. Triple H and Batista, which frankly was a lot better than it had any fucking right to be. <laughs> I'll say this about it, it was too long. Oh, I absolutely. Um, the Batista trying to hide the fact that he was popping was funny. Um, Him tripping in the ring was fucking oh, hilarious. That'll be on Mania, I can guarantee. And then he went back through the second time. That we're about to watch him. Oh, oh no, the second time we watch him, he goes in. Hey! And Mandy used to get in the ring. And he's that. a wee chuckle getting into the ring. Pete Dunne would have popped at the fucking finger stuff uh, and the fucking kick into the horn. But he's got the... It's the big nose ring kept getting yanked out. I'm like, oh no! 
like, it wasn't really a magic, it was more just a fight, and it, uh, that's what it was. And, and it worked, though, it, it, it did the job that it needed to do, it gave Batista the chance to come back to do, obviously, one last WrestleMania match. Triple H gets to keep his in-ring career for at least one more year. Uh, the match itself did have some pretty impressive fucking bumps in it, like that one where Triple H power bombs him off of the second rope onto the steel chairs, onto the steel stairs, the, and he just bounces up and yeah. lands weird gone through the German announce table, which I think is overdue, because the Germans have been invading every cunt for centuries, and finally, finally, somebody invades their space. And that was Batista and Triple H. Absolutely, and Triple H's dad's at ringside, Wee's maw and the Wayne's are there, and it's absolutely fantastic. Aye. Ric Flair coming out at the end, it felt right to help Triple H kick Batista in the hole. Was that the Aurora boon, boon, fuck it, Batista? Absolutely, <laughs> it was. Coincidentally, Triple H and Stephanie have made three beautiful blonde wee lassies. Well done, sir. You can tell he's not a jaffa. <laughs> what? what? You never heard that term? No. Somebody that's seedless is called a jaffa. Like a jaffa cake. I'm, I'm sorry, I heard jaffa and immediately thought you were calling him an orange one. No. I'm immediately going to edit that out, aren't I? Well, Skips one, skips to him. Because we've got fucking hurdles to get through. No, no, we're on, that was third, that we're on, that's March 13th, so we've only got three more to go. Oh, why? Because then I write it. Next, we have Kurt Angle and Baron fucking Corbin. Oh, Jesus. Bag Christ. of dicks. Bag of dicks. Makes sense for a veteran to go Absolutely boring. Um, Nothing was, of note whatsoever. There was no need for Angle to be like that. No, I mean, if you're a veteran, you go to your back. Oh, I mean, I mean it's, it has in the sense to Baron Corbin. I can think of two people that could have probably done with that better. If Sami Zayn was coming back, him to come back to do it would have been fantastic. If it were kick-started the next stage of his career, Cena. that would have been amazing. Cena would have made sense because that would have been able to sort of like book him in it. Like Kurt Angle helped start John Cena's career and John Cena helped end Kurt Angle's career. That would have made sense to me. Another person who could potentially have done it if it wasn't for the Doctor of Thugonomics, I would have loved to have seen Elias in that spot as well because he sort of stagnated a wee bit. And that would have given him another push. Granted, it would have pushed him into heel. Because everybody fucking loves Kurt Angle again. But I don't see how Baron Corbin's going to benefit from that other than him being a dick. But he's not getting any power behind him. So there's nowhere for him to put that dickhead behaviour. It's not Baron Corbin's just fucking boring to watch. I mean, he's got nothing. Get some wrestling tights and get your fucking waiter outfit and all. He's, 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 and Deep Six and all that. Deep Six and the days are actually really good. Amazing. And it's just, it's the, it's the gear. Aye. It's get out of your waistcoat. Like, what are you doing? You fucking waste of space. Well, ultimately the match... Wasted talent. The match itself was, it, it was long enough for what it was. Do you know, it looks like, it's like he's wrestling in wedding gear, like he's just been came back for a wedding. Aye. This is what we've got to Ten out of ten, the wedding's finished and somebody's pumped the bridesmaid they were trying to get in for. He's at this reception, he's kinda angry, he's coming to fight with an old guy. Um I no, no, I'm done talking about it. So So then we're on to the penultimate match, which was your Bobby Lashley as the Intercontinental Champion against the Demon King Balor. Yeah. Right. First things first, everybody that pure loves the demon, me being one of them. I don't want to see it often because it has less impact. Pulling it out at the big stage where he needs to get the job done makes absolute sense. Five words that express my feeling about it. Do not announce it beforehand. Yes. 
Absolutely. See if it had just all been like like Finn Balor all the way through, and then at WrestleMania goes, you know what? Fuck you! I'm going to be the demon. That would have been perfect. Don't, <laughs> don't tell me it's coming. Just show me it when it happens. The thing that really made me laugh though was the tongue thing they did. Right. Like when he when he first announced it and he came out, he's like, ah, oh, that's like right. That's a bit much. <laughs> it's like, could have done without that. I like that you were doing different because a big problem I had, a lot of people had, was there, like, there was no differential between the moves that Balor were doing and the moves that Demon were doing, but then he's hitting it with power bombs he's, on Bobby Lashley. He's hitting it a wee bit, which is good. Hitting it with um, power bombs on Bobby Lashley was pretty cool. Um, it's like, it was a, again, I'm not a fan of Lashley, I find him to be boring, extraordinarily boring. It's not even a long match. No, it's a fairly quick match. It is a fairly quick match, and I think that that actually worked out quite well. Because that would have meant me having to watch more Lashley than I could possibly have handled at that time mm-hmm. at the level of stone that I was. It was what it was. I'm just glad that Balor's got gold because realistically that boy's an absolute workhorse. He's there every single day putting the effort in, getting the job done, and it's nice to see him with gold on his face. But I'm biased because I'm a massive fan. Right. I mean, the boy doesn't need a title to put him forward, but... He doesn't need a title, no. But at the same time... The first run that he hit, well, the first belt that he even got close to was yeah. the Universal title, which he had to drop with duty injury, obviously, we all know that. The next time he got a shot at it was the Intercontinental Championship with Lashley, which he then had to drop, like, a week later? It was really, it didn't hold on to it long, it was literally within a couple of weeks. It's always like they always put it on him too early, let's like, take it back. No, uh, it was kind of like they pulled the trigger too quickly. And they thought, fuck, we can't get this for me yeah. Oh fuck it, we just gave it back and ended it. Tons will forget. <laughs> we don't forget. No, wrestling fans never forget. Yeah. But ultimately we're all very happy with the fact that he's got a belt back and hopefully he'll hold on to it a wee bit longer because I can see him having some absolutely stonking matches. We people like, well obviously he had an amazing match with Sami Zayn, but um, the Monday after Mania. Aye. Fantastic match, it was great seeing Sami Zayn back, getting back in the ring. I can see him having amazing matches with a lot of the mid-card guys. Right, right. So, so this is main event. event. Main event, which is your winner takes all for the Raw and Split Women's Championships, which will be Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair as the SmackDown Women's Champion and Ronda Rousey as the Raw Women's Champion, all of whom fucking love a good point at the WrestleMania sign. Yep. Uh, Please don't sing the song. No, no. Right? Uh... Obviously, the build's been incredible for this one. Oh, it's been a great build. Uh, the... Realistically, I know that a lot of people were complaining about Charlotte Flair being inserted into that WrestleMania main event match, but I cannot see a WrestleMania main event that a woman would, a women's division would have, where she wouldn't in some way be a part of it, because frankly, she is incredible. The match would have been a bag of dicks before. Right. They needed the balance. At first, I mean, everybody just wanted Becky and Ronda. Me personally, that's all I wanted. And then when Charlotte was brought in there, I lost my shit. I was like, why? I was like, make her go with Asuka at WrestleMania. It would make more sense. But as we know, Asuka lost her title on SmackDown for it to be obviously what it is. But as we did see it later on, obviously they're doing a whole Becky Lynch is sort of taking up the Stone Cold Steve Austin type. I have a storyline here where she's basically fuck everything and I'm going to do what I want when I want, arrest me I'm still going to turn up at arenas and batter the crap at you not over Vince, not over a long shot again it's another, it speaks a lot to the talent that Becky's got whenever she has a little bit of leeway with regards to character wise 
She took it and ran like fuck with what, it. Wow. To the point where he couldn't get caught. It's like when Becky first sort of attempted or tried to sort of turn heel, the crowd <laughs> wouldn't let her. So it's like if she came out, she started breaking them all on SmackDown. And it's like, oh, ah, you're all dopes. Yes, yes, we are. Well done. And at a second, she's went, oh, fuck, I'm going to get around with this now, aren't I? So I think they really tried to turn her heel, but it just didn't work out for them. But again, we're sort of in a position where heels and faces aren't necessarily a done thing anymore. Like, it used to be like a very sort of clawed, sort of black and white, this is a good guy, this is a bad guy. Wrestling fans are a lot more switched on. There's a lot of more indie guys in there now, and a lot more, obviously a lot of the talent that's through WWE now is all NXT talent, because it's came through NXT, they're getting the rub off the indie fans too. So it's it's a completely different crowd that's watching it than it was 10 years ago. It has absolutely changed, so they need to do things differently. There's no such thing as faces and heels as much, unless someone is an outright bastard. <coughs> People like Samoa Joe. Where people will still chant Joe, 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 whenever he's coming out, but they will boo the shit out of him. There are very few people where you get that sort of cut and dry. Even like Charlotte's a good one as well. Charlotte doesn't work well as a face for me. No. She'll always be a good heel. No. Becky's just too awesome to be a face. If the thing that bothers me more about Ronda Rousey and more than anything else is that they didn't let her be what she is now from the very start. Don't have her come out smiling and waving and I just want to be here and learn and all that piss. She might as well go, no, I kicked the shit out of a woman earlier, I'm going to date here as well. Mm-hmm. That's what they should have let her do, but I mean, it would have solidified <coughs> her a bit more. Maybe I got her a bit more comfortable as she started out that way. Coincidentally, in the space of a year, she has put some amazing work in. Well, she's done well, I mean, she's still green as all fuck though. She's like, you can tell that she's just no there yet. In the way she does things. She's cookie though. Right, she's very, very raw still. If you can't excuse the pun. Mm. But, um. Unpickable. It's <laughs> just. I don't know, I, I really wasn't behind Ronda. Um, to the get go. It's like, she just sort of gets flung into a championship match on her first match, and it's like, mm, it's kind of slapped the face to all the women in the roster. But I can understand why she was brought in because she was in the name, she was a draw. Um, no, the draw though, that's quite fun. Aye, that is. She'll fucking. But ultimately, ultimately, in the space of years, she has improved drastically. And a lot of the things that she does in the ring look a lot more dangerous than they are. Finish her. She fucking sells like fuck. No, she just gets launched into things. It's like. She just flings herself a bit. She's got no regard for her own safety, and that may. That is not a bonus in the long run, but it, right now it's helping her a lot with regards to but getting it makes the matches her, I think it makes her look a bit more unexperienced when she's doing that, though. It's like she's not properly selling the news. She's just going, ah, oh, fuck it. She's you doing know. absolutely fine. I think she was doing incredibly before. Assuming she continues with WWE and she recovers from her broken, ear quotes, ear hand. Um... I think she'll do absolutely fine. Uh, she's I think that's not done with WWE now. I don't think it is. No, she's done. She's done. Absolutely done. Because yeah, she's... That's her, there's, there's no program for her now after many It was things that she did that she shouldn't have done, like talking about how wrestling was fake and this, and it's like, just shut the fuck up. Ah, uh, she... I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I think there's, there's always a way back for people, but... I don't she done it. Nah, I want to be... I want to see her back. Oh, no, stay away. Aye. I mean, what we were talking about earlier is um, like if Ronda came back, the only thing I'd like to see her back for is a four-horse woman 
Madge. Didn't want to see it. Uh, well, I'd want to see it, but I'd maybe keep Randon. I, I, I do not want her anywhere near a wrestling ring again. Uh, I wouldn't mind necessarily her being back in the ring. No, it's, I, uh, She's going to need a hell of a lot more work. I don't want to hear her talk, though. Your problem no, with, oh, oh, she had a manager that would be best. The problem with her promos is now that she's the band necessarily. It's just she has maybe two or three words more than she requires. She uh, shows it to two. Too many two words in the sentence. Basically, what it is, apparently she's had like a, a speech impediment or something like that when she was growing up, and it makes her sort of stumble her words and make her ramble and shit like that. I don't know. No, I'm just, no, I'm just Look how Triple H's mom is just trying to avoid a flying Becky here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the match is decent enough, but it's just like, Ronda's battering folk, doing her thing. She does her thing, she just sort of shouts at Nebdy in particular when she's wrestling, and I'm just like, and she, you can hear her all the time calling spots, and it's just like, come on then. Um, but how long is this much? It's not even that long, I don't think. It's, it's no. a decent sort of 15, 20 minutes. Oh, it's a good, what, 25 minutes, I'd say. No, no, it's not going to be that long, sure, because, I mean, as much as we've watched it for about three minutes now, um, there's a whole bunch of celebration. There is a big bunch of celebration. But the finish, though. Oh, my God, the finish was dreadful. That was... That referee needs shot in the heat. Botch of a pond botches, man. Like... Too busy worrying about his tan than actually calling the match, right? If people were listening to us, don't know, the original finish was supposed to be the Becky tap. Allegedly. 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 But, I mean, looking at Ronda's face... She was not impressed. Becky wasn't sure. Flair wasn't happy. It was a clusterfuck, to say the least, which is a shame, because... It ruins. It's a very clear shoulders up. Uh, it, it ruined what was a perfectly good match. Um, and for Becky to get a win like that, it's kind of sort of not tainted, I would say, but it's kind of put a wee bit. Yeah. It's not. It's, there's no asterisks on there. They did the damage control the next night, so uh, um, but it's just that's what it is. It was. It was good. It was great to see that woman getting a main event in Mania. Um, it was a good time. I mean, I it's something been coming. Likely happen again. Um, I'd like to see maybe alternatives. See, like alternate years, maybe the guys do it one year, ladies do it the next. I think right. that would probably, that's the bit the purest way that you can imagine doing it. But again, the women have been absolutely killing it this year. They truly have. So it was, seems only right that they do it this way. I mean, but the, the way the women's roster's developed in the last couple of years has been phenomenal. I mean, first of all, like them wrestling in Saudi Arabia, like for the first time. Yeah. Stuff like that. This and was a weird spot, that whole double arm bar over the ropes thing was weird. The first uh, Women's Royal Rumble as well, like the proper one. How is her leg bruised already? That triangle she was doing and then, but then she was booted at the fucking ring. Oh, that bump was horrible. Yes, I enjoyed it. Of course you did, you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> It was a look in your face though when like when we, you sent us a picture in, in the group chat. Uh, Becky getting the shit punched right out. No Becky, sorry. Rhonda getting the shit punched at her for Becky when she knocked fuck at her with the crutches. It's a good thing she's flexible because she just needs herself on the heat. It's just it's, oh I don't know. I really enjoy, I enjoyed the match, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the mirror when it was just Charlotte and Becky in the ring. Uh, and I think that would have been a better match. Uh, uh, even if Ronda wasn't there and it was just Becky and Charlotte, it would have been. I wouldn't think so. Becky's getting like, the Smackdown if she had to. Uh, I wouldn't even have minded Sasha Banks in there. Uh, mm. That's probably a sore point for Sasha at this point, right? Uh, uh, 
Not the whole thing, because I'm not a masochist. Sadist, but not a masochist. So it's your final rating then, Doug, to end this fucking podcast? Four, I enjoyed it. Four. Um, Solid four. Oh, and so we'll be doing, probably next week, um, we will be, as suggested by Michelle, uh, as part of the next one, there's a few other things get in mind, we're probably going to be discussing the weird anti-vaccine people. Probably that and various other Because the general idea in this is to talk about it. Um, it's, it stems from, and it, uh, this is a bit of a mission statement, it stems from things that used to happen and when I would just randomly give you information and you'd be like, what? So it's basically stemmed to conversations and we've been absolutely busting this flat. Uh, so expect a lot more sort of weird random tangents uh, if you've enjoyed it then brilliant but keep listening if you enjoyed it yeah, smashing fun so I, again Brendan Doig otherwise commonly known as Doig uh, Andy commonly known as Andy no. <laughs> you can call me Amanda that's what I'm and uh, smashing fun no, I enjoyed that uh, we'll talk you again. can call me Amanda or Miss Seymour if you're nasty that'll do <laughs> have a good one Take and care. we shall see you next time also vaccinate your children fucking vaccinate your children definitely